0: North-South Connection. It's Friday, and you know what that means. It's time for episode number 35 of You Know What That Means, the AEW Podcast. I am Jordan Duncan. With me, as always, is my co-host, but this time he has taken as many Z-Packs as CM Punk would allow. Andrew, steroided up, Z-Packed up, all kinds of meds. How's it going, man?
1: I mean, listen. I don't think my doctor's name at the urgent care was Doctor Zaharian, but I got I I definitely got a nice sweet ass steroid in the butt. Yeah, and I do. Listen, Zaharian was ahead of the game. I feel a lot better now. That's
0: right. <laughs> hey, listen, if you've got one steroid, that's one more than Hulk Hogan ever took, pal.
1: I know, I know. Those twenty four inch are oh naturel, brother. Yeah, uh,
0: of course we are not talking about the performance enhancing steroids. We are talking about simply making us able to perform steroids andrew and i have both been fighting coughs and sneezes and sniffles like the rest of america happy feels like New most year. of the you country have, yeah happy, happy merry New christmas year. You we all got cold. each other infections
1: <laughs> it feels like it's way up the RSV, the pneumonia everything is mm-hmm. up right yeah. now not covid but everything else
0: right yeah i, I, I mean i've been fighting something and I'm, I'm, apologies to our listeners right off the bat for any coughs that make the ear. i will try my best to mute when i feel it coming on but <laughs> no guarantees there. <laughs> no. No. Um, also, I, I read a story with AEW,
1: I believe the one that they had in San Antonio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was not only that. we. I, I saw the story also about Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. They were supposed to make a house show that was going to be a Raw, and they changed their mind and did a live event. They couldn't make it because of travel with the snow.
0: Mm, did and, they fly southwest? Is that <laughs> –
1: <laughs> that makes sense. And the bus, the bus broke down. Their, their, their infamous bus that Jerome they Jerome Bettis broke down? <laughs> Jerome <laughs> Bettis broke down. And AEW had the same problem. Some people couldn't fly in for the the San Antonio... Hol- uh, it, it, actually, I, I'll, I'll take that back. It was either the Holiday Bash show or the New Year's Smash show in Colorado. Like, some people couldn't make it at the last minute. Gotcha, gotcha. And they had to change a few things. Not every, Like, Britt Baker couldn't make it, and this other person couldn't make it. Maybe even Keith Lee. Some mm. it was uh, it was just a situation where they couldn't do the show that they originally did, which I mean it happens. Some people were having upper respiratory illnesses, non-COVID yeah, illnesses, travel. It's hard. Do you remember in Michigan, that one? You see all the snow.
0: Do you remember that one? I think it was Monday Night Raw directly after the Royal Rumble, where like no one got there. And it, like, yeah, started it with Dean Ambrose the whole in the snow? Yeah, city got
1: snowed in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they, like, did a lot of from the control center. Yeah. And then they replayed the Royal Rumble three-way between Seth Rollins, Ro- uh, Brock, and Cena. Yeah. Like, Man. they basically ran it again for yeah, the imagine fans. Imagine
0: having yeah. to come up with a three-hour show on the fly. Couldn't be us. I, We've got notes. All right. <laughs> yes, we actually are prepared. Um, In fact... You know, I've been
1: pretty busy with AW. Remember, we got our resorting of our um, our positions, and you know, at, remember Steve is the blood collector. Yep, mm-hmm. um, he's only busy when Moxley wrestles. Yeah, I was so going to say
0: he's uh, had some light work this holiday season. Yeah
1: some light work not not as much and but for me I'm the event coordinator remember for yes. locations not in Texas, New York or Chicago. So this is actually and your busy
0: season for one. <laughs> this is
1: the busy season. We're actually going back to Texas like yeah. in the month of February. They're doing some new places like El Paso and Laredo. But um th- no, we're hit- we're hitting the West Coast baby. Yeah, And, and this Dynamite uh, they- that
0: just aired which by the way, we don't have a dark dynamite uh no? it's kind of our hashtag trademark there but we always new tape on a Tuesday course. but Because of sickness and then my internet problems, we are taping post-Dynamite. So we are currently caught up with all things all elite. Uh, They debuted in Seattle. Yeah.
1: They had some surprises in store. It was more than that. People saw it coming. They had had teases about a new set. And we had Mm kind of talked about how because they have new revenue coming in, potentially in a new TV deal, that they're probably going to eye, you know, a new producer, Mike Manzeri, and they're going to do probably some different stuff and lo and behold all of a sudden right after we taped our episode they started showing these sizzle reels of like a new set with blue and red lasers i feel like i'm watching raw versus smackdown <laughs> um <laughs> AEW bragging rights and um and they got um a, like a new like kind of a swankier led set i could tell that they were doing something where they weren't going to use it anymore because they were if you remember kenny omega and the young bucks are, are in the lucha Brothers and Pac are still going through their best of seven they made the comeback it's now three all but they're not they they didn't wrestle in seattle that's still coming up in in the la forum which is the the upcoming dynamite for for the listeners because kenny omega beat will Ospreay at will wrestle king with a chase down block (laughs) who you think did that one was it the hummer yeah but um but they, they basically used the old set because they knew they weren't going to get another crack at it. like a, a few crazy things off of it. With the uh, They had the False Count Anywhere match, and they had the No DQ match, but it was really the False Count Anywhere match. It was completely wild.
0: So uh, question for you. So we have all our Dynamites in our rear view, but a little peek behind the curtains. We n- normally tape Tuesdays. You and I were both feeling like garbage. Then Wednesday when I <laughs> was we supposed to tape, my computer and my internet was feeling like garbage, and I couldn't get online. Uh, I also couldn't watch Dynamite because uh, I don't have cable, so all my shows I stream. I could have watched it on my phone, I guess, but I would like to watch wrestling on the TV. Um, did they? Do they have just one tunnel now? That was my prediction, that they'd get rid of the so, good guy and the bad so guy tunnels.
1: They, so it, from what I saw, yes. I think they only have one tunnel with two screens to the left and to the right.
0: Okay, yeah. That's one, one change I, believe, I thought was coming.
1: Like I didn't look at it that closely, but I do believe they came out of one tunnel okay you know it's it's a bigger set i mean that was that was expected but they got more screens they got the led screen that goes like if you watch grand slam remember how they had that led ramp the one that brian Mm -hmm. sold a bump off of like they have that now um uh, a slightly different set um for um, the the announce team, but it doesn't look that different. It's just swankier. It's slicker and swankier. The rest of... And then they have the blue and red lighting on the balconies, but um, LED boards. But that's really it. Everything else kind of looked like... You know, there was this one issue where John Moxley was doing um, a promo with Hangman Page, and the microphone broke down twice on him. And John Moxley did a double F-bomb. He's like, what the fucking fuck? We call that Rick (laughs) Rossing. But you know the fans are so smart, so they know the story about the new production team. So they're like, oh, that production team sucks. They're already screwing everything up. It's like, overall, I thought the presentation looked fantastic. You cool. know, I thought that I, I didn't see any, to be honest with you, I didn't see anything different from whoever was doing it before. I didn't see anything different from when Keith Mitchell was doing it before he retired in 2021. Like, it all kind of looked the same to me.
2: Gotcha.
0: I think that's good. I, I mean, I, I don't think it required a total overhaul. And I think sometimes total overhaul shows like desperation, like, oh, you know, you got to be careful about when you make changes and like how those changes come off to fans. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, again, I, I haven't it could, seen the it dynamite. alienate. Yeah. It I, I'll alienate be watching them. later tonight. I read the results so I would be up to date for our podcast. And it sounds like a right. heck of a show. Um
1: yeah, three awesome matches. In yeah. Four, if you want to count Jericho, Starks. I thought Jericho Starks was good.
0: I was so um, happy that Rickey Starks great. won, though, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did, and he won it clean. Actually, he mm-hmm. got a hit. He got smacked with um the bat by I think Menard, either Menard or Parker on the outside in the walls, and he still got out of it. He powered out of it. Um, yeah. did the uh, old Hulk Hogan put the arm down three times thing? And um, then they had. Uh, I will say this: the acclaim versus um. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Nothing in terms of execution and moveset-wise that's, like, to fawn over. Just a beautifully well-worked tag match that worked like a charm with
0: a dusty finish. Yeah, as you say, with the classic dusty finish where uh, you thought our beloved heroes had lost by some shenanigans, but then the real hometown babyface Aubrey Edwards uh, sounds like she was the one to save (laughs) the day. With her green
1: and blue eye black. Yeah, Yeah, I saw
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, she... uh, for those who did not see it, tell me if I remember it right. Uh, there was a pinfall where – I don't know who, which one, which acclaimed Jeff it Jared was. hit
2: the stroke
1: on Bowens. Bowens, and he got his foot yeah. on the
0: rope, but then uh, uh, Sanjay Dutt pushed the foot off for the ref count of three. We thought we had a title Correct. change, but Aubrey saw the shenanigans, and the match must continue in uh, – claimed wiped up pretty quickly after that.
1: It's really weird for a Seahawks fan to suss out cheating, but um, look, yeah.
0: we're not going to go that far. <laughs> hey, you know uh we, we were just talking about getting
1: the, steroids in our
0: ass. The Seahawks
1: know all about that one in 2015. Final week of the 14. regular
0: season, the Seahawks uh, could clinch a playoff spot, so I guess they're doing it's better possible, than, yeah. than our team. And our the Lions, team.
1: Lions are not dead yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Saints,
1: Saints are done. Though. They got the flexed. Bucks the Lions-Packers
0: their- is the Sunday night football game, so it's the last regular season game of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, so here, here's how it works. If the Seahawks win, they eliminate the Lions. If the Seahawks lose, then winner of Packers-Lions gets Winner take in. all. But if the yeah. Seahawks win and the Packers win, the Packers jump the Seahawks. So the have Lions tried- need the Seahawks to lose to have a chance.
1: And, and obviously, all of America knows, so just prayers up for DeMar Hamlin and his family for yeah, that Monday Night Yeah, did you happen to watch thing. that? that was- I saw it after it occurred. I didn't see the actual thing happen yeah, live.
0: I watched the opening drive of the game. And then uh, I went into my bedroom, and I was watching a different show with my wife and daughter. And my son came in, and was like, what's going on? And I rewound it. And what's crazy about it, it is a lot like wrestling injuries. Like, you watch it, and you're looking for what happened, and it mm-hmm. looks pretty standard. It looked pretty routine. Um, yep. But, yeah, I mean... If- for anyone who's been living under a rock, in the Monday Night Football game, uh, the leading tackler for the Buffalo Bills made what I lo- thought looked like a pretty standard tackle stood to his feet and collapsed, and they had to administer CPR. I think CPR the football for, like, when
1: he was rolling got pressed to his heart, and it yeah, that's what they seem to think is like
0: all of the impact was centered right on his chest over his heart, which, which kinda, is the
1: soft spot. That the sternum is the soft spot yeah, yeah. of the of the shoulder pad. That's why it's a shoulder pad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't blame the league or anything for this. <laughs> I don't want to get into the scuttlebutt about the because we can actually go back to wrestling with this with, you know, Visic man, true true man of valor, deciding <laughs> oh yeah we're gonna go ahead with the show even though a wrestler Lily fell and died in the middle of the ring. Right. And then I had to remind myself of this because this is what it reminded me of is that because the only thing I took issue with was ESPN, and I under they, they I thought they handled the weight of the situation pretty well with the announcers they had like Scott Van Pelt, Joe Buck. They're fucking pros. Like they know how to handle an issue mm-hmm. like this and and kill st- and and stall for time. In fact, the rating was actually higher when it happened.
0: Oh, I'm sure you once know? people heard about it, people were tuning in. That's
1: that's why I think in hindsight the league's not worried about pushing the game now. But at the moment they were scuttlebutt that they were just trying to give them a five minute warm up to play again. I'm like mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah. This could be a do you realize, even if it's an accidental death, the field is a crime scene? Right. Like, you need to bring police in to look and see what happened. Right. It's a death. You can't, even if it was an accident, you still have to check it. You know, there was nothing malicious. It was seen by millions of people, but you still got to do your due diligence. And Vince decides, "Oh yeah, we're just going to go forward with this." And I, and this one reminded me of it: the Jerry Lawler heart attack in 2012. Yeah. When he, uh, he basically passed out right there on the in the announce booth, and EMTs like whisked him away. You barely even saw it. You barely even saw it on television.
0: Right. So I remember. Yeah. Know,
1: and that's one where I would have said, why are we even still doing this? You know, and I think I think there would be smarter people in the room. Now we saw this with Hangman and John Moxley who are you know, try- going to blow off their feud in Los Angeles. But that was a very, very real thing when it happened. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad they stopped it. Yeah. You know, I think we're in. We talked about this when John Moxley versus Hangman happened is that I think we're in an age now where people understand fans and viewers understand like football, wrestling, even basketball with broken legs. It's a these are dangerous sports. These are dangerous businesses. Like right. you can easily easily do something really terrible and I just don't think the NFL ever had a situation on a nationally televised scale. Like college basketball had one where a guy collapsed from a heart ailment. He's actually playing again if you could believe that. But um in well, I mean watching it,
0: long million, time history like Hank Gather's died on the court for, for and they kept yeah. playing. Yeah.
1: Mhm. Yeah, so. Reggie Lewis died, but he died uh shooting around in like the summer during summer practice. Yeah, no one yeah. saw.
2: Him.
1: You know, but so. it's the uh, Jordan is the ultimate fear. And for me as a pro wrestling fan, it is a very real fear because we've seen I don't know if we've seen it happen. I've never seen all wrestling deaths I don't want to, but like th- there have been some near misses for sure. Oh yeah. There have been some near misses. Uh, especially when you're, you know, losing blood left and right, but that's the ultimate fear. Like, we're having one of these live event wrestling shows, and the then the guy goes down and just doesn't get up. Right. That – I don't care what promotion that is. That's a tragedy. Right. Like, and, uh, and it, and do, God, it doesn't God, always God, have to be – I think people – They did not do that to him on the field. He would have died. Yeah.
0: I, I think right. people, like, always think, like, a big high-dangerous spot. But, like, a few years back, that, that guy died <laughs> with Rey Mysterio after 619, which is, like, a pretty protected move.
1: Yeah, he got terrible whiplash and broke his neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I
0: mean, it doesn't have to be like, oh, they shouldn't have taken that risk. A lot of times, like like this football game, it's not really a risk any higher than standard play, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, let's get back. You know, A2. it was
1: it was just yeah, it was just it was just we had to talk about it. It was just a terrible incident that was very close to being tragic. That we're just making prayers that it doesn't wind up being tragic. Yeah. And in wrestling. <laughs> you know, I think fans are kind of like, yeah, we've seen this before. It was like Vince with his NDAs when it was like, oh yeah, everyone should know. Like people are appalled at mainstream media. This push is disgusting and blah blah blah. And, and all the fans are like, yeah, we kind of knew that about him, <laughs> you
0: know? Right. It's like an um, underbelly. You know, you said it was a terrible tragedy that we avoided, which I think is a nice way to. Sum up uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal not winning the tag belts as well. Another tragedy to be avoided. <laughs>
2: they worked the match really
3: well. You know, F I didn't Jarrett see was...
0: that match, but I will say this. Um, we give Jeff Jarrett a lot of crap, and I'm not particularly a fan of his, but I think, you know, him coming in and laying down for some guys, you know, it's not the worst use of a talent, you know? like
1: No, and they they have him in a business role, so if you have a question, you can go to him. Right. like supposedly like they're talking about house shows and I don't remember who was asked within AEW about this, but somebody basically said, uh, oh yeah, you need to talk to Jeff Jarrett. So I guess Jeff Jarrett's like in charge of coordinating the events. And it might show if you look at the location, because we're looking at a lot of new places. Like um, some of it had been planned months in advance before he got there. But I mean, l- like, let me just hit you with some of the shows. Like Seattle just happened. They're going to Portland, Oregon. That's the quote blind rampage. But they're also doing Battle of the Belts right after that live which is going to also have a rematch between the acclaimed and Jared mj wow. lethal and a no holds barred match
0: yeah battle the belts just will never go away with it <laughs> no
1: in fact they already announced the sixth one it's in kingston not eddie kingston rhode, I- <laughs> rhode island i asked
2: kingston Sarah, rhode island are you
1: going anywhere just like you did with the one in michigan ah, maybe
0: yeah <laughs> I think in in, uh, Battle of the Bells Defense, if that one would have been closer to my home, I might have gone because Takeshita—was that Takeshita Cesaro or Claudio? That was, yes. Yeah, I might have gone to see that. Uh, This Blind Rampage, for once, we have a pretty full card uh, listed. Uh, We know that on Rampage tonight, if you're listening on the Day of Drop, uh, we got Moxley and Danielson taking on Top Flight, which is a little program that started from the— Gosh, what was the name of the $300,000 Battle Royale? Okay, uh, of long wait, name.
1: let me get to it. I got it. You can talk while I get to yeah, it. Yeah, so
0: they had a, a trios. All these trios teams were in a giant Battle Royale.
1: Okay, are you, are you ready? Yes. The $300,000 Three Kings Casino Christmas Trios Battle Royale.
0: <laughs> Sponsored by... <laughs>
1: It was sponsored by Southwest Airlines because it's yeah. never going to happen.
0: But okay. it's all the. <laughs> uh, it was funny that it was sponsored by Southwest Airlines because top flight took the win. <laughs> so you're. Not-
1: <laughs> so, would you say we're never going to see the again a new version of the 300 KTK CCTR? <laughs> That sounds like Morse code. Right?
0: Yeah, that sounds like some of my grades back in the days. Um,
1: <laughs> what did I get a T in gym? <laughs> I did like how they have TK in there. It's like, huh. Yeah, the Tony Khan. Con-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan Tony Khan Con-
1: gives you the $300,000. Oh, wait. He gave that to Mercedes Monet. Right.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, on this rampage, it's uh, – we'll talk about her in a second. Uh, Moxley and Daniels will taking on top flight. Pero Pelagroso. Who is uh, that? That is uh, the former 10. Yes. Is that 10 in Spanish? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
1: they, he's facing a jobber, I believe. Or yeah, I, they didn't announce his
0: opponent. Uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter taking on Soraya and Tony Storm, which kind of shows us that Tony Storm will not be the mystery partner at the big uh, uh, Dynamite in L.A., and House of Black. Oh, wait. I program. apologize.
1: Um, I'm wrong. That one is on the dynamite. I apologize for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, that, that's fine. They're facing the Renegades twins. Oh. I got that wrong. So they're getting a jobber match, and then they're getting...
0: So Tony Storm, Tony and Storm James is Vader. the opponent. Or is so, the partner. Yeah, Tony of
1: Storm Sarai. and Soraya. It was, so they had a segment where Soraya chooses Tony Storm between Tony and Hikaru Shida, like it was the bachelor okay. and hikaru shida is like extremely disappointed so now people are thinking also Britt baker had a sit down with tony Schiavone where she said in the interview i am the boss and does a doesn't a wink so some people are thinking oh it's a red herring
0: Tony girl by a mad, jealous hikaru her out
1: and such and then comes mercedes monet mercedes monet is mercedes for Mon- now Mon- aka sasha banks herself at yeah kingdom
0: yeah who de- so, debuted at wrestle kingdom um what do you think of the hair
1: um, she looks like Pizza the Hut from, uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> the hair does. She's
0: yeah, beautiful. yeah. But, I um, mean, she's certainly not built like Pizza the I
1: hair. think she also had, I think she had what we were, what we're going through. Like, she was very congested. Mm, okay. Very congested. Yeah, I mean, listen, those travel, if you have issues with your nasals, like, with stuff like that, yeah. and you travel by plane, oh, well, they can get
0: to you. Ugh. <clears throat> flying always messes with my like breathing and stuff i just
1: remember because she's got a deep boston accent i could have trouble trouble listening to what she was saying she beat down kairi sane or Kyrie son yeah.
0: yeah with her um new, so some, they're gonna, like, uh, like a new ddt type of movie and they're
1: actually this was this was funny so and jump uh new japan is gonna run um and this is obviously by design. You know, they want to get some American subscribers and ticket buyers. So they're going to do a show in San Jose. Don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's the same day as the Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's daytime or nighttime.
0: Yeah. And Mercedes, who is Sasha Banks, uh, challenge, challenges for the New Japan Women's title there. Right. Um, which is a relatively new about... division in New Japan. Like, it's basically stardom, but like now it's the New Japan Women's title. I think it's a newer title, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah,
1: I thought that's why they had Hikaru Shida involved and Emi Sakura involved, so they could get some of those uh, DDT slash stardom people involved in AEW. I guess maybe... They're pivoting towards New Japan, but New Japan and AEW have a good relationship, too. We saw some AEW people there. Carl Anderson, I know people talked about that a lot, even though we don't talk about it. Clotheslines and Headlines, well, he mm. did show up, but he dropped the belt.
0: Yeah, and sounds like a turd of a dropped, match, too, by the way. And
1: then FTR, like, shedding skin on a snake, dropped another one. Now mm. they have no belts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to a crappy team, too, man. It's uh, Hiroki Goto and...
1: Yoshi Hashi and you know, rookie Goto. I don't yeah. know much about them.
0: They're boring. Well... Hiroki Goto, I wouldn't say is boring. I think Hiroki Goto, kind of like his his moment in the sun has passed for me. Yoshihashi has always been like just like a perfectly average dude. I don't know. Like there's nothing special about him. He doesn't do anything particularly bad. But like Mm -hmm. I would struggle to believe that there are big time Yoshihashi fans out there. And
1: Okada's the champ again. He beat Jay White. So now there's these rumors, oh, maybe Jay White will go to the U.S. Uh, Will Ospreay had an interview going leading into he had a few interviews going leading into that match. He did lose that North American title to Kenny Omega. So yeah. Kenny's got a, Kenny's collecting belts again. Yeah. And um but uh good friend our good friend,
0: w- uh, our good friend yeah. Chad Campbell rated that match very very highly. 9.8 oh, really? out of 10, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So
1: I, I, you know, maybe I can do some nefarious means television.
0: Oh, but um, uh, as soon as we get off the air, I could send you some specific <laughs> logins to try. I you think know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's, there's, more than one forbidden door. Right. But, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: but <laughs> um, but where I was getting at was that um, Jay White's willing to do like U.S. shows. He did Impact. He did AW a few times. He wasn't all elite officially, I believe, but he. He's shown up there, like Osprey. Osprey said he doesn't like traveling to the U.S. It makes him anxious, hmm. so he might actually just stay in New Jersey.
0: I'd much rather have Osprey than Jay White on my TV, though.
1: <laughs> I saw him at Impact, and I was at the pay-per-view a year ago, and I was like, "Yeah, he's, he's great."
0: But, you know, yeah, he's one of those guys. Like awesome. <coughs> I think he's the best definition of overrated to me. Like for me, and I know I know I'm in the minority here. He's a lot like Seth Rollins in that like everyone says he's great, and I'm I can recognize that he's fine, but I don't see the greatness. Yeah. You know, like, uh, um, I'm talking Jay White here, not Will Ospreay. Um, I've yeah. just never been into no, Seth
2: Rollins. No guys, talk about with...
1: the elite and the death triangle, just a hype, just a John Tesh. <laughs> For those yeah. who don't know, Ron Bell Rock was, Ron Bell Rock from, uh it sounded like it was British when I said that. Ron um, Bell Rock. Ron Bell Rock <laughs> from the NBA on NBC. That was sung by John Tesh. Basketball, he's going to take the ball to the rim, and he'll dunk it.
0: <laughs> those are the lyrics, but. <laughs>
1: It's an amazing song. It gives you the 90s feel as well. They just had a hype package for it for the seventh match, which is going to be Escalera de la Muerte in the yes. Kia Forum. So they had no continuation. FTR did, where the guns came out with a funeral possession for the legacy of FTR, which I thought was actually very funny and disrespectful in a kayfabe way. I thought it was really good heat.
2: Gotcha.
0: Hey, I'll take who's winning match seven. Is it the Elite, or do we go with a swerve and have the Death Triangle retain their titles? The Death Triangle retain their titles and Kenny goes singles with that. I think that makes the most sense, man. I really do. I think. Also, there's a
1: Are you ready? uh, Listen, it's a new year, new us. Are you ready to rapidly speculate some more?
0: Uh, Absolutely. Yes.
1: (laughs) The Young Bucks are talking about an extension. It's not pen to paper. I have heard nothing about Kenny Omega. So I'm starting to wonder what's going on.
0: I think he's waiting to see how good the video game is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, if (coughs) Other ones, uh, you know, you talk about the NFL. I gotta throw this one at you, Jordan. Yeah. If the Jaguars beat the Titans and win the division, they're in the playoffs. Oh, I What's
0: forget t- if they're gonna. Okay, what does Tony Khan do? Uh, I think he Get- benches Trevor Lawrence and he has Dax Harwood starting quarterback. <laughs> Like,
1: what if they, what if Doug Peterson calls Tony and asks him to, like, put some plays together in the, because uh, he's, like, in the number cruncher team for the Jaguars. People yeah. don't know that. He's in some of the, uh, what are those number what are those things called in the sports now? The analytics. He's in the analytics department. That is so on like, brand for Tony. Hey, Cohen I need to you to look at, guy. I need you to look at these plays against the Chiefs and see what works best and blah, blah blah. And he's fucking doing, like, the revolution, like, fantasy booking and wow. Doug Peterson reads it and it's like. M.J.F. versus Brian Anderson in a one-hour ed match. This is not the fucking play I drew up.
0: <laughs> Listen, we will know we will know Tony Khan's involvement if Christian Kirk starts blading maniacally in every playoff game. <laughs> <and he's in. laughs>
1: like, what would you do if you owned an NFL team, but you also owned a wrestling company? Which one would you do?
0: Like, if you had to choose one or the other? Yeah, I think the football team because. You can get away with mediocrity a lot easier as a football owner. Just ask the owner of the Detroit Lions. They have been I in that for decades. He can fly
1: the place for the wild card. You yeah, know. like You
0: can be a loser football franchise and still make a billion dollars. If you're a garbage wrestling company, eventually it will catch up to you and you will lose money hand over fist. Okay, football companies will never lose money.
1: Let's okay, now let's really rampantly speculate. What if the Jaguars go to the Super Bowl? Because the story now between MJF and Brian Danielson is that Brian Danielson laid down the challenge. MJF says, "Okay, but I have stipulations like he, he had the law, he had the labors of Jericho, he yeah. made Punk go through hoops. This one for Danielson is he needs to wrestle every week for a month." So from here until February 8th or February yeah, f- till February 8th, and he has to win all of his matches. And if he does, then he will get the match at Revolution, and Brian wants to wrestle the one match that I called out about six months ago, so now we know Tony Khan listens to the show. <laughs> Amen. The one, the one that they've never done and they're going to do in a pay-per-view, a one-hour Iron Man match between the two. Whew. But here's the thing. This is why I bring this up. February 8th, that's right around the week of the Super Bowl. So if the, yep. if they're in the Super Bowl, which I believe is in Glendale, and they have a dynamite in Texas where Brian Danielson needs an opponent, does that mean Trevor Lawrence faces Brian Danielson?
0: I, I don't think there's any reason that, they're, that it shouldn't happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: they're not going to the Super Bowl, right? No, no. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm a big NFL guy. I love that they made this run. Um, they're... The Lions have got a lot of praise this year for like how they've turned things around and stuff. The Jaguars are kind of in the same boat as the Lions, just not quite as hyped their offense. Well, well you
1: know what? It is in El Paso. I just looked at it February 8th. That's not too far from Glendale, Arizona.
0: No, not at all. So,
1: so maybe they'll do some synergy, pal.
0: Yeah. Maybe uh, Trevor Lawrence will join Dark Order. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but, yeah. he's
1: 11. He's 11. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Listen, man. Well, what's his jersey number? Is he oh, 16, 16? So he'll be 16. in the Dark I
1: remember Wars. that cause we played him in um, the college football national championship LSU meeting and he wore number 16.
0: So. Okay. Yeah. And he's the same in the pros. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like I know Tony owns a soccer club as well. I don't know if they're any good, but like he's full.
1: I don't know. I think they're in season right now. Yeah.
0: But like, I mean the Jags are uh, a growing franchise with a lot of young talent. AEW seems to be a growing uh, company with a lot of young talent. Um, and listen, man, I saw the the graphic. If we run down our list of AEW champions right now, current, because um, last night uh, Darby Allin won the TNT title from Samoa Joe, uh, the king of TV went down in flames. <laughs>
1: you said that after Full Gear. Yeah. I think spoken into existence that other than Samoa Joe, yep. that all of the champions were, quote, and this was your quote, AEW people. Yep. You know, homebred guys, yep. homegrown guys and girls. The
0: only one who really kind of had a run, like a mainstream run prior to, was Pac, but he's a day one AEW guy. I mean, the champions. Let's Pretty go over the much. champs real quick. It's MJF at the world title, Darby's the TNT champ, uh, the tag champs are the Acclaimed, the trios champs are the Death Triangle, which is Pac, Ray Phoenix, and Penta. Uh, the women's side is uh, Jamie Hayter and uh, Jade Cargill. You know, yep. like, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, and Orange Cassidy is the uh, All-Atlantic champion. Right.
1: So. And and like all things wrestling booking-wise, it wasn't by accident. I right. think he wanted this going into the fresh year with yep. a different production and like, hey, these are the people. Yep. These are the people we're hanging our head on. Not bad choices. The Darby Allin-Samoa Joe match was fantastic. Red, I didn't mention this at the top. Red Hot crowd, one of the hottest crowds I've ever heard. Yep. They ate up everything involving Danielson and Darby Allen, which were two of the biggest segments of the show. One was the main event, one was in the middle.
0: I haven't seen that match yet, but uh, I've been pretty down on Joe, but when he just... Murdered Darby a couple weeks ago. That's like the best of Joe. It I've was classic
1: David versus Goliath. Yeah, that that's was, the best Joe the, in a minute. The only thing that was weird. And I don't know. If this is gonna be a trend. None of the matches went over like fifteen minutes or it went around fifteen. Everything was at least as was twelve minutes or less. And okay. I'm not saying that's a bad thing for Dynamite. You know, because they actually had three matches that went beyond that threshold in um in New Year's Smash. Danielson beat all all Eagle, Ethan Page in a long match. Another pretty good match. Fixed, yeah. 16 minutes, right? Top flight, they lost to uh, Moxley and Claudio. That went 13 and a half. And then that um, the uh, false Count Anywhere g- match six yeah. for the Trios thing, and that was 17 minutes. So they have the capability of going long, but for this one particular one, I think they were just really loading up the show and they didn't have match time. Right, yeah.
0: And then even like non-title stuff, like Ricky Starks wins the opener. Like So, I mean, that was a fear I expressed. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before where it felt like they might have just Heated Ricky Starks up to feed him to MJF, and it's like, well, I hope he doesn't go away again. Oh, I know I know a- how you
1: can heat up Ricky Starks, the way they heated up Action Andretti. You throw a fireball in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Have,
0: has Action Andretti spoken yet? Like, I know he, he had a He had a
1: promo on that segment. How did when he, he got do? Okay. yeah, He seemed somewhat confident. He seemed coached up. But, you know, he's young. And yeah. you know he just got his one chance, and he didn't. He didn't Marina Shafir it, you know. <laughs> so
0: okay, cool. Uh, we're kind of ping ponging around a little bit, but I mean we're just sticking to last night's dynamite. Um, and yep. looking forward ahead. I mean the LA show's a big one, uh, pretty loaded show. Uh, they uh, loaded it up yeah, already. I mean, yeah, match seven is probably gonna main event that show. Uh, the, of the trio's tournament, but we also have Hangman Page returning after about a month, maybe even longer, uh, to face Moxley. Uh, Hater and Britt Baker versus uh, Soraya, Soraya, however we want to say it, Potato, Potato. Uh, <coughs> and as of right now, Tony Storm, but I think you and I both think that th- things could change. Do we, Andrew, call your oh, shot? Yeah. Uh, oh, does yeah. Mercedes Monet uh, show up?
1: Mercedes Monet is going to be all elite when we come back. Okay, I'm calling it right now.
0: Okay, cool.
1: I don't believe the Meltzer thing he already put out there, <laughs> you know, like, no, I'm not believing Meltzer, he has good sources, people are telling him things, I don't believe when he says he doesn't think it's a terror.
0: We've also got Danielson versus Takeshita, which is going to be a <laughs> banger, shit. holy I think they crap. booked
1: that just for you. I know, right? <laughs> He was listening to the show talking about <coughs> AEW being champs, and he says, oh, he likes Takeshita? him with Brian Danielson.
0: Boom. D- Thank you. By Conan. the way,
1: remember he's got to win all the matches. Right. I mean, that's hard. That's like when Wichita State went undefeated. and They're like, okay, you got to play Kentucky in the second round. What? It was like
0: when Michigan <laughs> went undefeated and made it to the championship to play Georgia. Oh, wait. Oh, actually yeah. They didn't. They
1: got beat by Plucky TCU. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, gross. Are you over it yet?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I was. This season exceeded expectations. Like uh, maybe for others. Like I didn't expect him to get where they were. I didn't expect him to beat Ohio State. Um, so just beating the crap out of Ohio State's pretty. Well, satisfying. I mean, listen,
1: and, LSU had a bye week for the bowl week, so it went really well for us. For <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, those who
1: don't know, we played Purdue and beat the snot out of them. So
0: here's a question for you: We've got the the match seven of the best of seven series. You got the p- possible slash probable debut of Mercedes Monet, and you got Hangman versus Moxley. What which of these three <laughs> main events and which one opens the show? Because I think or, or does Danielson open sh- the show?
1: I think I think Hangman I, I think the opener will be Elite versus the Death Triangle okay. and Escalera de Morte. I think they're gonna start out hot. Okay. And then and I think Hangman is gonna take out Moxley, K Fabe, in the final match. Okay. That's my theory. So Mercedes, I think Hayman's maybe like top full, of the
0: hour type thing, like second Hayman's,
1: hour? Yes. I think Heyman's going to go full-fledged heel.
0: Okay. I and then
1: it. the top of the second hour is the women's mystery match.
0: Okay. I dig it. That's my theory. So you don't think um, that Lee Moriarty and Big Bill main event the show?
1: <laughs> No. No. Unless unless they decide to throw a mystery partner in with Jungle Hook. Yeah. Uh, And uh, we have like a third one, and it's like – CM Punk, <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Jungle Hook, or Punk. Uh,
1: who? Who's <laughs> a famous LA guy? I don't know.
0: Yeah, John I, Cena, LA Knight. He's
1: <laughs> oh, LA Knight. Yeah, he was. He's been he's been feuding with two people. <laughs> yeah,
0: LA Knight and and Jungle Hook taking on Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, and Uncle Howdy or whatever his name is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who would be the Uncle Howdy of uh of uh? Would it be Sting? <laughs> it's, you know what I just realized.
0: No, I think it's is- Malachi Black, dude. <laughs>
1: He's doing a promo on this Rampage coming up tonight. Yeah, thanks for uh, warning us. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I got to bring this up, okay? So, did you see the promo on (laughs) Rampage involving him trying to sow doubt between Ortiz and Eddie Kingston?
0: Yes. Can I tell you this quote
1: exactly the way it is? I'm going to say it the way it is, and you tell me if it makes sense. (laughs) If the enemy of my enemy is my friend, then if the friend of my enemy is influenced by me then would he be his enemy too that sounds like something from Inspector Gay if
0: I was in the ring I'd go off script and I'd just put the mic to my mouth and I'd say the horse's name was Friday (laughs) 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 yeah I think Malachi Black he's got a great look I think he's a great wrestler and even the creepiness of the character is good but man a lot of times when you go with these like goth type promos they just fail so often. Like yeah, I'm sure he thought that sounded cool, but
1: this is the second time so Eddie Kink's been put on the spot for a kayfabe thing. Remember the the fucking dynamite that yeah. didn't blow, and then this where he had to oversell, it. and then they're trying to sell this mystery like, oh am I supposed to trust you, Ortiz? And why are you looking at me like that? For? <laughs> I would have no-sold it, too. Yeah, <laughs> I would have right. no-sold it, too. I will say this. A couple funny things. Ricky Starks, when he got the retort promo on Je- Chris Jericho, just went off with one singer mm-hmm. after another. Call him jazz holes. Yeah. And, uh, Talking about I mean, his
0: body there, and stuff.
1: Yes. Like, I mean, he really went after him, but in a funny, amusing way. I, I could tell Chris Jericho was trying not to laugh. Yeah. Ricky and uh, Starks,
0: solid. Salad on the mic man
1: and i've got I've got the three words that are going to change everything for Stokely Hathaway you
0: raggedy bitch.
1: <laughs> You, did you have a raggedy bitch doll when you were a kid? Oh, uh, no.
0: I had a My Buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't have a raggedy bitch? No. Ra- ra- is that, raggedy, that the raggedy black bucket, raggedy Andy? <laughs> raggedy, raggedy
0: bastard, I think is my boy version.
1: <laughs> That's what Pac had growing up, a raggedy bastard. <laughs> raggedy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> when he said that, I just busted out laughing. I think he went off script. I think he went off script because the moment he said it, Dana just started laughing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you – um? have you heard about like uh i guess we're jumping around a little bit but we're talking about promos and stuff they claimed of course always do their digs and their disses and stuff it Mm seems like a nerve was struck in real life because uh karen jarrett went to twitter uh to just start spilling some tea uh when uh max caster basically accused jeff jarrett of stealing kurt angle's wife yeah
1: Yeah, karen jarrett spilled the tea and then threw the tea right back at kurt angle's face yeah but (laughs) um because supposedly I don't I'm not following the ad free shows right now, but um I think Kurt may have talked about it or somebody may have brought it up on Twitter and it got viral and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff responded with something where he kind of I think quote, that was like character
0: Jeff. Yeah. And
1: listen, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. You know, turn a, turn a shoot into a work. And let me tell you something. I am pretty sure Karen, Kurt Jeff and the kids have all talked us out many a time behind closed doors. I'm sure there are many compromises (laughs) and many concessions that were made. Where they're like, and I'm sure, and if they were unwilling, then Jeff just
0: hit him with a kabong with the with the guitar.
1: Max Castor got in a lot of trouble for um, going off script on Julia Hart on Dark, and he got like a secret suspension if you remember that, like a couple of years ago, where he made a joke about it. Her um, downstairs, and and so. I don't think he would be willing – and also he said a joke about Simone Biles that was insensitive about mental health. Mm. And so I don't think he would have gone off script and just done that. I think he got permission from Jeff to say it.
0: I do think that Karen Jarrett was not in on the act, though.
1: (laughs) Wait, that's the mystery partner for Soraya. It's Karen Karen Jarrett. Jarrett. (laughs) I know we're talking about the mystery partner. It's Tony Storm, but we're just rampantly speculating.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Wrestling history, some trivia. Do you remember Kurt Angle's three eyes?
1: Integrity, mm-hmm. intelligence, and I don't remember the other
0: one. Well, it was intensity, but based off what Karen Jarrett has told us, I think it might have been infidelity. So. <laughs> <laughs> there were four eyes. Yeah, four eyes, <laughs> infidelity. Yeah, uh, but you know, Don Murray wanna... and Kelly Kelly got thrown under the bus too because those are the names that were listed. So.
1: Yeah, well that's what Karen Karen said him. I was
0: like,
1: oh, yeah. Okay. Like I remember Rest the in Peace
0: L Wilson, your wife, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Don Marie got I don't know how far I can get into this. There there was an interview where it was it was taken out of context because she was talking about how she had a friend in the wrestling business who had a had a um had a bad relationship and he she tried to like talk and people and there were a lot of like rampant speculators who were trying to piece it together that that was Christy Hemi involving Oh, um, Vince man but that it was that, look. God bless Don Marie. Even if she has the secret in her pocket, she's not letting it go. And yeah. God bless her for doing that. But for Karen Jarrett, that holy crap, putting women on blast like that. Even if it was true, it might be true. Like mm-hmm. it's still like wow. Like right. it reminded me of Brandy Rose when she did that thing, which she called out Ethan Page. It was like, why did you do that? Like that's <laughs> not low hanging fruit. That's like that fruit was like at the top of the tree. Right. Like you had to reach to really talk shit about people it's like uh, you know like i hate like what punk did to scott Colton when you go out of your way to make someone look bad i don't think castor did that he's especially
0: like when they don't have the platform to fight back Mm -hmm. you know um whereas Jarrett could could fight back if it was if it was a legit dig could
1: make the program hotter and let me say this (laughs) the crowd for that Ag match. I know you didn't see it yet. The crowd is red hot. Yeah, like that's awesome. they it's had, good to hear it. dude. It, it got five bully rays. There was so much heat for the, uh, for the, um, the, the false finish. It was very, very well done. That's just awesome. not, not perfectly executed, but just really good. And then uh, we already talked about Darby and, um, and uh, and Samoa Joe, and I thought that was really good. And then one that I liked, but I thought was too short because it was only nine minutes. So I can't put it like in the stratosphere. Was Ar Fox and Swerve Strickland. I, I mean people saw him in Lucha underground they knew they would have a good match
0: yeah oh yeah for sure uh of is really just like he's in a he's on like a hot streak you know how sometimes you have like a hot streak in a career like like okay yeah, he, like like Luca in the NBA right now just seems like you can't oh, miss the dude oh, just going I think insane.
1: everyone in the NBA right now yeah right did you, the, did you hear the story that Donovan Mitchell you know maybe they need to call my doctor because uh at urgent <laughs> care because Don Mitchell scored 71 points a game. It's the most as Kobe in 06 when he got 81. They. Tested for steroids the next day.
0: <laughs> I believe it. Like, what's so crazy to me when I hear about like seventy? Like Donovan Mitchell's a great player. You know, don't get me wrong. Amazing. But it's like yes. this dude scored more than Michael Jordan ever did in a game. Like, that's so mm-hmm. mind blowing. You know.
1: I know. I mean, jo- Giannis. I know we're getting off track, but like Giannis just had a two forty twenties games in a row. That's the first
0: since the late Moses Malone. That's ridiculous. I'm like, surprised that Hakeem never did that, but yeah.
1: I, you know why? Because he was too busy getting out of the paint blocking shots. Yeah, getting 11 but blocks. <laughs> I think he's the all-time blocks leader too. We were but, looking uh, up,
0: me and my son were looking up like anyone who'd ever hit a quintuple double, and Hakeem was the one Kidd that had the closest Jason stats. Jason Kidd
1: had one. Yeah, and Hakeem— had 10 turnovers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hakeem was close with his blocks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think he had some and, quintuple uh, Tim,
1: doubles. Tim Duncan almost did it in the NBA Finals. He came very close. That insane, man. That was yeah. insane. But uh, um, but yeah like like mm. yeah performance enhancement I think we're at an age where people don't care anymore to be honest with you but um right but for but in terms of the performance I think they were enhanced for Seattle I think LA is going to be the same I think they're going to be really ready to go yeah it's going to be a big crowd 13,000, yep,
0: yep. Mm-hmm. and even like LA I mean right after um, Wrestle Kingdom like LA is about as close as you can get to Japan <laughs> you know so if really, we're going to see some new that. Japan crossover. You know, LA is probably the show for it. So outside of Mercedes, we might see a Will Osprey or someone like that. I think it'd be yeah, sweet I, if that's what I, cost I'm the elite. The, How cool would that be? Is I, if Osprey and uh, the, his kingdom, what's their uh, guys? What, gosh, what's their team name? Um, uh, uh, Empire, United yeah, Empire. Yeah, you Here. might
1: see Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher, who I put in my match of the year in the last episode. Yeah, right? that'd
0: be so cool if they just pop in and cost the elite the best of seven. Why not? You know, <laughs> that's a good. That's that's good. Yeah. That that that's
1: good. And then we'll just have Osprey versus Kenny to trade off again in Revolution.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, FTRs dropped all their belts, so now Kenny's got to pick album. up eight yeah. belts from other titles, other companies. I
1: mean, do you, I mean, we're we're really looking ahead now, but I think we have a good idea of what it's going to be now that they've kind of laid the gauntlet for Danielson. Like, do you like that? I, I know why they don't want to do the one hour Ironman match. It makes the show like you have to you have to bridge the show to make mm-hmm. to build to t- make the time for that one match do you think it's a good idea
0: i think it's fine um because i trust brian danielson to make pretty much whatever he's given work like he's I, I i think they could do it and it's a thing that you know if they go to the well once in a minute once in a while here and there i think you can do it um okay but yeah i, I think i think it'll work
1: i i i don't think he'll drop it but um but MJF did get an amazing line where he said, "My, like how Brian Danson is not a truly great professional wrestler just because marks and journalists call him that." And <laughs> then he name drops his three biggest fans in the wrestling business that he respects, and he names Disco Inferno, <laughs> Eric Bischoff, and Jim Cornette.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he has the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> the then, three biggest trolls said, in all of
2: wrestling. <laughs> he
1: said, "If Lance Storm and Dean, Am- uh, Dean, um." Dean Malenko had a love child. They still have more charisma than Brian Danielson. Like, they, and then they started doing your mama jokes out of nowhere. That's Start awesome. because MJF made a joke about how he looks like a goat because it, he wouldn't be surprised if his mom had sex with a goat. When he was. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, Danielson talks about how MJF's mom has probably had sex with everyone in the crowd. It gets like really raunchy, but it's um, it's just funny. Like they just kind of went back and forth before they laid the challenge down and did all the kayfabe storyline stuff. But it just, you know, Seattle was eating up uh, um, the goat. Like he was, they loved him. He That's beat great. the piss out of Tony Nese.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like it's uh kind of lost to time because AEW moved so quickly. I want to jump back a couple weeks ago because something you texted me. You said, here's my hot take for our next show, but then more shows happen, you know. Uh, you mentioned that AEW has their workhorse female wrestler because Jamie Hayter and Hikaru Shida put on an absolute banger of a match uh, a couple nights ago. I was Dynamites shocked
2: at ago. how good
1: it was. Yeah. And I – the holiday shame bash. on me for underestimating Hikaru Shida as a wrestler yeah. because I don't care for her as a character. Maybe that's the idea of this. Maybe he'll turn. Yeah. Um, But, man, they had a nice one. It was, was, the main, it was actually the match. main event of the Dynamite that was in San Antonio, Texas, the Holiday Bash. The, and it was very smart to put it last.
0: The peak point for me was I think Shida had her like in a triangle or something, and Jamie Hayter just did a power pickup. Like straight out of like Brock Lesnar just picked her up for a powerbomb off the She's mat. She's strong, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she really, I Thoughts love the
0: it. name, the killer and the pillar with uh hater and, and, uh, and, uh, and now, and I, maybe I missed Rift.
1: this in the past, but there's now a name for the ripcord, Larry. It's called the Hater Aid.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, That's the eh, name
0: I could take take or leave that name. <laughs>
1: but just a lot of head a lot of great near falls, a lot of head dropping moves, a yep. brain buster from the apron to the floor. Yep. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like it it was a it was a rough match, but it was very well worked. Like they now have the women's wrestler that they can put in main events and deliver great matches. Yep. And I think Tony Storm was getting there. Yeah, I but agree. But they they had something hot with Jamie and that's why they switched it. And jamie is delivering she's doing a great job you know yeah. I, I i'll give him i'll give her all the credit I, I think she's the one who could really do a great job with soraya because say you go to revolution with that you can build a story that jamie hater hits you so hard that she might legit knock out yep. yeah yeah like that's a good. great story
0: yeah the opposite end of that uh is jade cargill who you know, you can only get so far on promise and potential. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, what are we gonna do with this with this woman? Okay, can it's I can I ask something? You,
1: can I ask you a general question? I was gonna ask you later, but I'll just tell you that. Sure, go.
0: sure. If
1: if you're Jay Cargill, if you run a company, but all your employees quit, like the baddies do, like Red Velvet's leaving. Right. Kira Hogan's already out of the mix. It's just Layla Gray and like I don't know, Brandon Phillips. Um, (laughs) Would you rather run a company but all your employees quit on you or rather stay with the company but be voted out as the boss like Kevin McCarthy? McCarthy is getting right now
0: oh I thought you were referring to Elon Musk in his Twitter poll should I be the CEO or not <laughs> yeah that
1: that's a that's a good cell phone too maybe that's yeah. why Elon and McCarthy are friends yeah, right. like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I think I'd rather be the one that does the firing at least at least then I okay, still so retain the rather power run a company
1: with no bosses with no yeah. employees yeah okay. a- at least I go the other way I'm not I'm a, I'm a follower not a leader
0: <laughs> yeah right well, that's why you look worse in a uh, money bikini than Jade Cargill does, Andrew. So.
1: <laughs> like, do you do you think do you think he'll do you think, how many rounds of not having Congress will we go through? Do you think we'll get to L.A. and we still do not have a Congress?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be best of seven. It'll be uh, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and AOC taking on Kevin McCarthy, Marjorie Taylor Green, and Lauren Boebert in a best of seven. <laughs> you laugh, <laughs> right. Which, dude, which Fox, one's gonna dude, use the humma? Jordan,
1: I am not lying to you. If you did a celebrity boxing thing with these people,
0: Oh, I would pay okay. record by. Oh, I'd watch
1: it. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi versus Mitch McConnell in a boxing match yeah. would get a record by rate.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm not a fan of her politics, but I think Marjorie Taylor Greene could knock out just about anyone in Congress. Speaking in- of
1: celebrity, speaking of celebrity boxing moguls, did you hear who Logan Paul is wrestling at WrestleMania? <sighs>
0: No, let me. Okay. It's John Cena. Are you joking? Is that really? Who he's?
1: Yes, that's the rumor.
0: Wow, I thought he tore his ACL.
1: He he, he tore his MCL.
0: Oh, okay, that's a much shorter recovery so for the time.
1: Sports vernacular, that means you're out for like four or five months.
0: Wow, do you think Mister Beast is going to do a run in? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, look, Batista's Batista's wants to be a serious actor, so that means he'll never do wrestling again. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a serious uh, actor. I
0: saw the Guardians Christmas special. Batista' presence, man, and the new set really
1: lent to her. Like it looked good. Like she, it made her look even bigger than she already was. Um, she's got a TBS title match against Sky Blue on the Battle of the Belts. I think we know how that's gonna go. Um, I just don't know where they pivot to. Yeah, like, like I know they're doing something where like 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 um dis- uh, dissension in the ranks, but I mean, Red Velvet's not gonna be fucking Jay Cargill. So
0: like we need something bigger. The reason I brought that up is because if we believe that Sasha Banks, Mercedes, Monet – is it Monet? Is that what? She, how she calls it? Or Mercedes Monet? That's how she's going Monet. by
1: Mercedes Monet, right?
0: Assuming she's all elite, I think people will be like, "Oh, she's going to win the title." Blah blah. What if she takes Jade's title? Mm. And you okay, you can, you can is, put a title on her right away bitch. without un, without pulling the rug out from under Jamie Hader.
1: Maybe. Maybe I mean, let me say this: like we're gonna, we can, we can dive into it if it really occurs, and we could just call this the rampantly speculating version of it all, and it, we never talk about it again. Yeah, sure, if if it, if it doesn't happen. But um, that's the biggest get they've ever had in wrestling in women's division.
0: That's the yeah, get I mean had. women's division, and maybe I mean comparable in men's. I mean, I think Danielson is probably Nicole and Punk, yeah, yeah, Punk. Yeah, punk. Uh, but I mean, Sasha Banks is a big star. A big She's huge. She, yeah.
1: She's a moneymaker, no pun intended. Like, she And still, she like,
0: even, like, with the Punk and Danielson, like, she's still young. Like, these guys, not to say that they're, like, past their prime or anything like that, but Punk's old and it showed. And Danielson has said many times, like, I'm not wrestling for a long time. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know, but if you want to make additions, you got to make subtractions.
0: Right, exactly. Like,
1: now, the women's division, not so much. The men, oh. Like, there's so much they have, it's almost disgusting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that, like if you want to hit this really quick, we, you know, th- do you have a New Year's resolution for yourself as a person?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hesitate to say it out loud because I'll be done with it before January's even over. But you know, okay. the the generic, uh, you know, lose some weight, uh, get in shape type stuff.
1: Well, mine is to worry less about what other people are doing. Oh, that's good. You know. Be less paranoid. So what I'm going to do is worry entirely about what everybody else in <laughs> AEW is doing. So this is my New Year's revolution, not resolution, for AEW. I, th- I'm speaking to Tony Khan. Tony, I know you're listening. Yep. Hear me out.
0: Listen, Tony. Put down the Jags listen. tapes. L- listen. Um.
1: I know you want to, I don't want to say that you're, you're, in the castle piss, you're trying to keep people in the castle pissing out like Vince McMahon always used that joke about Paul Heyman. I'm not trying to accuse you of that. I understand you have a big company. It's a rampant company. You got the blue and the red brands coming up in the summer. I can see it coming already with the new look. You can do a lot of things with different programming when you get new money. I know you're waiting out a year for the new money, which is not coming till 2024 at the earliest, but you're not doing anything with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. If you don't have anything for them, just release them. Just let them go. That's how I feel right now. They just got too much. And I understand why they don't want to. He doesn't think that WWE does fair business like they did with Regal where he kind of like gave a gave an olive branch for Regal to leave and WWE basically said, ha, fuck you. We got him back. <laughs> and And I understand where Tony's coming from because you can – I'm a bitter person too at times, and you can definitely like – you can definitely turn your ire towards them for not play, doing – conducting business the way you want to. But if people like Andrade, if people like you know back in the fall, Malachi Black, if these people are unhappy and you speak with them and you talk with them – we even heard the rumors about CM Punk where he's trying to drop hints like, oh, maybe I'll go back, which makes him the biggest hypocrite ever. Man. But anyways, um, if they don't want to stay, just let them go. Let – just like just like Charlton Heston said in the Ten Commandments let my people go
0: <laughs> the only caveat/like resistance i would have to that is speaking to the roster if you're not sure you want to be a place for a long term then don't sign long term deals agreed you know like you hear about these guys like doing 5 year extensions and then 3 months later they're ready to leave like, unhappy.
1: Yeah. This isn't this isn't pro basketball. Yep. There's no union. You're not protected from <coughs> trainers. Like right. this is not a situation where you can keep your money and get to the destination you want. That's why you don't have a union. You're not happy with that? This is a bigger issue. Like go make a union. Yeah. That's what you do. And, but that will never happen because you got the stupid who's that idiot who's that idiot agent to the wrestling stars? Barry Bloom? Yeah, Barry like, Bloom. Like that dude would never let that happen. <laughs>
2: ever.
0: I uh since Tony's listening, I've got a resolution for his company as well. <clears throat> okay. Tony, don't tune us out. Um, listen, what Andrew said makes a lot of sense. You know, you've got a lot of guys that aren't on TV, that are unhappy, and they're ready to leave. And, you know, uh, sometimes cutting some fat to keep a happy locker room is good because if you bring a guy in and he's not on TV and he's just grumbling, it's just going to create a, you know, uh, an environment of complaints, complacency and anger and bitterness, blah, blah, blah. I will amend My resolution to say this. Don't give people a reason to complain. Tony, please, for the love of God, stop with the start-stop pushing of characters. You haven't stopped with the acclaimed, and they haven't stopped being over. Look what you did to poor Wardlow. You cut the man's hair. And now he's got to be reheated. Six months ago, he was the hottest act in the company, and you decided, ah, we don't need him on TV for five weeks. And now he's your version of Samson and you're desperately trying to find anything for him to do. Uh, this company, if, if if I think AEW has a bigot's fault, it's that they will put someone in a program for five to six weeks and then forget about them for two to three months. Um, mm-hmm. I, I It's funny because when we first started doing the show, I thought there was sort of a positive. I do like that AEW, contrary to WWE, doesn't need to have all their stars on TV every single week. Like you could go a week without seeing Hangman Page, but a week versus 5 weeks is too much. So Tony, keep your stars on television. Find ways to get them involved.
1: Yeah, like we you know, we have a we have a treat for everybody. And One of the jokes is that Miro's a catering. Like
2: Yeah.
0: He
1: is. Like he's yeah. gotten nothing for. It. Now, some people kind of push back on that because and I honestly think it was AEW leaking it out there to try to get their side of the story straight. That Miro didn't want a job in a feud and that that was why he didn't, they didn't give him anything. But I don't know. Like, I think there could have been something in between where you could have given him somebody that he could have beaten that you didn't feel as passionate about winning like Ricky Starks was. And I didn't disagree with Ricky Starks winning that tournament to get the title shot. That was fine. Sure. You know, but, um, but there were probably other avenues you could have gone to. You right. got so many talents on the men's side. On the women's side, that's why I think you hear the rumors because they, there's 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 opportunity there. Yep. I think there is a bit of Britt Baker fatigue. Yep. I do. Yep. And um I think that's what Jamie Heater was. You know, and so
0: And there's big gaps so in baby face, in the babyface women. Like you, correct, you got Tony correct. Storm it's and
1: way, it's that, way one sided. Yeah. Yep. You know, and Chasha, well, I did it. Mercedes can do both. Yep, she can easily do both. She's a great heel and a great face. Yep. Um, but um, also by the way, um, Trinity Fatsu supposedly is going back to WWE, which isn't surprising her mm-hmm. husband works. I saw know. the picture at,
0: in Japan. It was kind of cool. It was uh, Sasha so it was and, and Trinity and Bailey and FTR all together. And uh, I, I wouldn't
1: be shocked if FTR is gone in the spring. I would not be shocked.
0: Yeah, Dax Harwood is is a listen great wrestlers, and I think that his Twitter account is pretty gimmicky but man the guy likes to like tweet stuff Sappy. out that speculates you know <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah so. he, he
1: they liked it the reason i brought up the too many people thing there um did you hear the story about dragon lee
0: uh just that he's going to nxt
1: so the story was that he took less money like the aw money was about the same but he took the wwe money because the whole thing about AEW having such a loaded roster became a disadvantage mm. in negotiations. That makes sense. And you would think the opposite back in 2021 when you bring in Punk and you bring in Cole and you bring in Danielson. Look at all these people they can work with. Now they're mostly there. All the people that you signed are still there. Now None of them have been released like I was trying to talk to Tony about and didn't listen. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Karen Jaron might be signed soon. They <laughs> They signed a hat. They signed a hat. You know? <laughs>
0: It's a really nice that. hat, though, Andrew. It's a it's nice like that hat.
1: Story, it's like that story about Moneyball in the movie Moneyball, based on a true story, where they traded um, David Justice for a player and a um, to pay for their Coke machine for a year. Yeah. The other team. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of with that hat. But um, for Dragon Lee, like, listen, if you're going to go to NXT and be the top star there um, uh, and maybe be the highest paid there until you get your – your main event, main roster call up fine if that's what makes you happy fine there was some issue where a AA, a aaa was not feasible for him anymore i can't i don't know mm-hmm. the story
0: okay. Okay. but
1: um but basically he had to make a choice between Uh, with a North American promotion. And now was the time, and they said, okay, it's AEW or WWE, and he chose WWE, even though the money was the same. And some people looked at that and speculated, well, it's because AEW's got too much talent, they'll never have anything, they won't have anything for you there. WCW kind of went through the same thing in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Kind of. What's funny is,
0: if you were to like print out the rosters, I think WWE is just as bloated in terms of number of people, but... They got they've, got. they've got seven hours of TV every week versus three True. for AEW. Yeah, that's, that's better. You know, like they have literally double the TV time.
1: <laughs> like let so, me let me ask you this. So, um, I mean, obviously, part of the new deal if when they get it, I don't know. It's it's very likely going to be Time Warner Discovery. When they do it, they'll probably get another program. Maybe they'll revamp a program, make it two instead of one hour, whatever. Maybe we could do this later on in the in, like in the in the in the year since we got the red brand and the blue brand now in the AEW um can they do a brand split
0: <laughs> I mean can they yes uh I feel like Tony Khan might be a little too ADHD to he might be just as bad with it as Vince McMahon
1: was. I mean Triple H is bad with it too I mean I yeah. see Sami Zayn on every show Yeah and I don't say that's a bad... I don't say that like it's a bad thing. Like, yeah. he's hot. But,
0: um... I mean, I think... I think the way you do it successfully is not vocalize that it's a brand split, but just in your booking patterns. Be like, okay, you know, Wardlow is a Rampage guy. And the Acclaimed are Dynamite guys. and That's what they did with Hook. Yeah. and Hook was a Rampage guy. And, like... By doing that, you keep programs fresh because if this guy's been on Dynamite for a year straight and this guy's been on Rampage for a year straight, they've never been in the ring together. Then when you put them together, it's a fresh program. You know.
1: Yeah, we always talk about the Rampage problem and you know, the year to year came down and the 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 ratings for Dynamite were um I got it right here. So the rating for um Dynamite uh was the total viewership was 2% higher throughout the year. Uh, but it was three percent lower for the eighteen to forty-nine, which you can kind of take either way. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting regular, you're getting better, steady viewership overall, but younger people are not or slowly tuning out a little bit. Rampage had huge declines—twenty percent in total viewership and forty percent for the eighteen to forty-nine. Yeah. They are getting back up. They had their highest rating since April for their total viewership, and they had their highest rating since October for the eighteen to forty-nine. And I don't think it was an accident that during those rampages. They had John Moxley on there many mm-hmm. times, including cutting a promo. They had Wheeler Yudin's uh, swear Strickland in the main event. Good match, not a great match. Um, and uh, and then on the upcoming rampage, you got John Moxley and Brian Danielson teaming up. Yep. So,
0: you know that. And it's a live show. It's not correct. Taped. Correct.
1: Yep. You don't know what's gonna happen. So right. that got that little extra thing in your back pocket. I do think there's magic to a taped rampage of making people want to see it. You know.
0: So oh. sorry, sorry to kind of derail the conversation yeah. real quick. Since you said Moxley and Danielson are teaming up, not that they would lose to Top Flight, but uh can Danielson lose tag matches in this storyline? <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of I would assume kind of not, miss. but yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, okay. but it's every week on Dynamite. Remember, MJF doesn't do Fridays, brother. If That's MJF <laughs> showed up on Rampage, if
0: Triple H don't do it, MJF don't gotta do it.
1: You want the high? You want you want MJF to like go a Twitter about his ratings bump? Watch him go on Rampage and it goes up.
0: Yeah, well, that'd be awesome. So
1: that would be hilarious. Like, say MJF says, "I'm gonna grace my presence on Rampage," yeah. um, and the rating is way higher than normal.
0: I mean, we've been talking for an hour, and I feel like we've been dancing around the big big issue here, though. Uh oh, Andrew. You know, I feel like we've had—we all have. Where were you moments like in our lifetime? Like I'm not old enough to, but my parents like will remember where they were when President Kennedy was shot. Uh, we remember where we were like on 9/11 or, you know, the OJ chase and things like that.
1: The 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 Saints Rams no call. Yes, yeah, I know exactly. Where Andrew, that happened.
0: <laughs> where were you when Slim J took his first loss at an AEW Dark? <laughs>
1: I was sleeping. It was probably taped on a Saturday afternoon, so I was probably watching football. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he lost to AR Fox. Yeah. Um by the way, I gotta tell you this, I know you didn't see it yet, but you'll you'll catch it. AR Fox took the nastiest move from Stro Strickland, top rope sit down, and he takes him into a DVD on the apron and he yeah. splat like a bug. Gross. Oh my god, it was brutal. AR Fox is so good. I'm so glad they signed him.
0: Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, really, what we got was uh, oh, what were their what were their uh, names in Lucha Underground? Was it Killshot?
1: Killshot. John Moxley said that. He oh, said, did he? Killshot <laughs> and the um, Mark Henry hype up promo That's on rain page, and Swerve immediately like pivoted. He was like, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna let you harken back to the past." Um, I don't like his mogul um, affiliates. Yeah. Um,
0: no, not a fan.
1: Arkabudro, and I wrote his name down. They. They have not. They purposely have not said his name because I think they're trying to figure out the new name. To be quite honest, yeah, he's a
0: former yeah. athlete though. Like, he's like, a
1: baseball player. Yeah, baseball. He was, he was supposed to, supposedly a very good baseball player. Is what I was is what I read on Fightful. But um, let me give me just a second, and
0: I'll look it up right now. Cause yeah, I, Parker Boudreaux. Uh, it feels like when you play a wrestling video game and you know one move, how to do one move really well, and uh, that's what he does over and over with the like double-handed. Splash body check type thing. He really likes that move, and he does it yeah, a I mean, lot. He's a, so the
1: name is his name is Grandin G- Goatsman.
0: Grandin with a G.
1: Grandin Goatsman.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate.
1: He's a goatsman? Yeah. Oh no.
0: Is that Brian he Danielson's son?
1: <laughs> I did like the beatdown of Keith Lee with the cinder block. I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, that was cool looking. Yeah.
1: And I thought, and you know. Sometimes, like I said this, uh, I think I said this at the tail end of the show we did with Steve, um, sometimes it's good to fall into something. And I think the fact that Lee couldn't make it to Colorado because of the snowstorm, because of the travel issues, because he lives in Florida, I think it actually helped. Because now Keith Lee's out of commission, and it's like, oh man, Keith Lee, when he comes back, he's going to be fucking pissed. Yeah, he's
0: going to come back <laughs> and know? kill Parker Boudreaux, who's going to hit a body splash five times. You know?
1: Pretty much. You know? uh, so, yeah, they're with that, I mean, Swerve's fantastic. I, You know, he had a good match with Fox. He had a good match with Yuta. Um Yuta did a kip-up with one le- and he landed on one leg. I've never seen that before. I've never seen a guy do a kip-up, and he's able to land on his feet with one leg because he was selling a knee injury. Yeah, Yuta's, uh special.
0: Yeah, he's, he's he feels like he's uh, kind of spinning his wheels a little bit, but he's, I I he's still him, there, but... you know
1: lost, but he was presented as the pure champion, but the title was online, right. which I'm actually kind of relieved by. I mean, I, I'm i fine with that. I
0: do see we're kind of uh, – we've certainly cut back <laughs> on the Ring of Honor stuff, like a lot. Yeah. And now lot, that Joe yeah. lost the TNT title, uh, it seems like the Ring of Honor guys are kind of not getting phased out because, like, Claudia still there. Joe's probably still going to be there. But it feels like maybe they are gearing up for their Ring of Honor show and, like, kind of – which March. I think is uh, yeah. finally, you know, <laughs> get that albatross. I don't know. Spot. I
1: don't even think they have a name. I, I I I already proposed a name. Go to die because that's where bring of honor. That's what bring of honor <laughs> is. That's where AEW people go to die. <laughs> go to die. <laughs> I mean, do you think they're going to get good crowds for some of these West Coast places? Like we t- we made a joke uh, like months ago about the fact that they're going to Phoenix, Arizona. I got a feeling they're going to get a decent crowd there. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, um, they go into Portland. That's the first time ever.
0: Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Um, I I don't follow that stuff too religiously, um, but and yeah, then
1: Fres- Fresno, Dayton, yeah. Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, um, El so. Paso, right Dayton, Ohio was a big
0: time ECW spot. Like they did a couple pay per views from. It's the
1: Dayton. same place. It's the Nutter Center.
0: Yeah, like the, the ECW. Like there was a couple times in ECW's heyday. Like I contemplated making the drive because Dayton's like mm, not quite five hours. I mean, it's about four hour drive.
1: Let me ask you a question. How far are you from Winnipeg?
0: Oh, pretty far. Yeah. I okay. think it's I they're think it's going like,
1: there in March. That is the hometown of Kenny Omega and Christian. I'm right
0: by if I were to cross the border Detroit, like to Detroit, I go into Windsor, Toronto's about four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm close. But, Toronto's the big city that I'd probably be closest to if you don't consider Windsor to be big.
1: But you mentioned before how they like hometown things. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's cheer for the hometown guy. They had a very happy accident where they had Darby Allen from there and then Brian Daniels from here. Aberdeen. Yeah, and then it's so amazing. I do have to bring up on Rampage the Darby Allen sting promo. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, heck of a promo. It was
1: fantastic. It was short. It was sweet. It was to the point, and it got the story across. Yeah, yeah. Sting's the man.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, like, is there a sting miss really anywhere in his run? Like, no. You know, his like, efficiency
1: is through the roof. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's, he's got a real high batting average. I think it's the best. The, there is a
1: story that he has an idea of mind of what his last year is going to be like.
0: Mm. Yeah, which we so. just finished the. Uh, we just finished the the Muda tour, I believe. Correct.
1: Correct, and um, yeah. I think he showed up at Wrestle Kingdom, or am I wrong? Yeah, no, I mean, he I mean, did. Junaki, he, he teamed okay.
0: with a couple. Uh, Tanahashi was on his team. Okay, and okay. he faced uh, Naito in uh, uh, Sonata, and uh, it was a six man. I can't remember who the third on each team was. If
1: you want to, if you want to get your jimmies wrestled, New Year's Dash, which is the post show, it's like they're Raw after WrestleMania of New mm-hmm. Japan. Okada and Omega teamed up.
0: Yeah, that's usually like. Where they you kick off the angle that. for the new, yeah. yeah, for the new year, and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's usually when you know if somebody's leaving too.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that's what happened to AJ. Oh, poor AJ, he broke his ankle.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, real uh, like legit, Shame. Yeah, I yeah. heard a thing that Seth Rollins did too, but the the replies I was, I didn't see it where that it seems like it might be more storyline that Seth, Seth Rollins' injury. I don't really know. Because I didn't Maybe see so. it at all. I don't even know if it was on TV.
1: Carl Anderson on the photo, because it was a live event, he had a look on his face like Draymond Green when Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant went down. It's like, oh no. When AJ got all- hurt? Yeah. Hmm. It was like, oh my god, i got to do this by myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Carl Anderson had a look on his face like Draymond Green when Jordan Poole punched him right in the
2: face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, um, I mean, yeah,
1: here's the thing about Carl Anderson. Um... He didn't even have his buds. It was just him. Like, it was clearly a do the JOB and go home type of situation. Yeah, let's
0: get this belt back in our company so you can. the
1: be- is more collaborative. I mean, clearly, like, you know, Rocky Romero wrestles on AEW. He's tight with Tony. Yeah. They talk all the time. Tight with Don Callis. Don Callis still works at AEW, calling the matches for the elite. Like, they have a de- a decent collaborative relationship. I do not know the relationship between New Japan and WWE. I really don't. Right. But no, I'm, I'm sure they somewhat and that the stuff gets worked out but i don't know if it's i think it's similar to AEW and WWE, where it's just not very collaborative right but you kind of come to some sort of a compromise just so that they can avoid legal issues and that's what happened with carl anderson being that never open way champ
0: yeah which i mean and that's probably a, a a problem that New Japan was happy to resolve, Like, oh wow, we don't have to have Carl Anderson was ever is one of our champions anymore, and we
1: have a WWE guy in our show to promote for our pay per view. Right, I mean, it was a win win. We
0: are glad to not have this guy carrying a belt in our company anymore.
1: <laughs> no, I've been kind of tuning out on the other side. You know, you know, close lines and headlines will take care of that. Maybe yeah. event will take care of that. And but like, you know,
0: headed into the Rumble, which
1: uh, I love the Royal Rumble. I do. I love I, the I will watch
0: the Royal Rumble. Like, even yeah, if I don't in watch Santa any,
1: and it's gonna they got a big crowd for the Alamodome. Yeah, like. Well,
0: Funny for me is I am more like a, I will watch the Rumble every year than I am even for WrestleMania because like Mania is just such a slog sometimes when it's not good. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. the Rumble, even a bad Rumble, is usually kind of a fun Rumble. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah. And SoFi Stadium, they're whew, like they had the Super Bowl where the Rams played. They had they have the college football national title game coming up. Is SoFi
0: where WrestleMania Champions, is this year? Yeah.
1: uh yeah. WrestleMania is there in April for two nights oh, okay. and. I, there's a like I said we're not gonna get deep into it but they I don't even think they know what they got yet yeah. like I think they're still figuring I think they have an idea of what they want the Royal Rumble really spells it out but like I mean
0: like I, I don't even watch and I would speculate Roman versus Cody is probably what you kind of see
1: Roman Cody and Roman Rock if Rome, if Rock can't make it then Roman Austin or something like that Ugh. I don't know yeah. I just rapidly speculate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could put Big Bill in one of those spots. <laughs> Roman versus Big Bill, baby. Yeah. The new I
0: bloodline. Seen much. The bloodfish.
1: I, I haven't seen much of him yet, you know, but um, Jungle Hook, Jungle Boy, and pa- Jack Perry and Hook, that's fine. Don't do, like, War Joe where it's like, oh, now we have to turn him against each other. Please yeah. do yeah. not do that. Do not. Do I that. think Just you do r-
0: more run the risk of, like, a hook house and where... It's this hot act, and then it's just like, okay, we're done. <laughs>
1: you know, yeah, like. and also expect big expect a big cheer for Jack Perry because he's from LA. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, his dad went to you know Beverly Hills High School.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video clip of the raw intro interstitched with um the nine zero two one zero. Theme and I sent it to <laughs> J- I sent it to JT and I said, "Did you make this?" <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me no. But um, yeah. Do
0: you think I mean, they could run an okay? How how well is your nine hundred two one zero knowledge? It's decent. Do you think they should <laughs> should they run an angle where it's revealed that Dante Martin dropped out of high school and he like wants to go back and the crowd starts chanting, "Dante Martin graduates! Dante Martin graduates!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> um i'm so glad they're getting a push i'm yeah, so glad yeah, like, like a.r. fox and top flight won the battle royal i was actually pleasantly surprised yeah, in
0: a weird way i almost prefer darius to dante like and I, I don't know why i know that's a hot he take. had a
1: weird he had a weird singles match against moxley, moxley, where moxley yeah i don't want to say moxley's running through the motions i think moxley's running on fumes i think moxley's yeah, really tired tired and and then I talk-
0: mean, hey, if Hangman like whoops his butt, that that works, yeah. you know.
1: Promo was good. It was intense. Hangman dropped a line that I've never heard. I'm gonna knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that one in my life. I, I mean, it's pretty effective because I,
0: I don't shit. want I don't want dirt all over mine. Do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Hangman was full full blooded heel. I yeah. do. I can see We're going to get cowboy shit all over the place. It's, I, I it, don't know if
0: you could hear that printing uh, in the background, but I'm getting a fax here. Oh, it's from it, Tony Khan. Hang on. <laughs> breaking news here, Andrew. Okay. Dirty Dick Slater is all a
2: leak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best joke of the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the Revolution card because he's too busy with the Jaguar game on Saturday yeah.
0: night. <laughs> he, just, he just faxed me and said, will you guys book it?
1: You know, I joke about that, but he does have this, like, must thing where it's like, we don't compete with the NFL. We do not compete with the NFL. Right. So I wonder if, like, something gets weirdly overlapped. Does he have to change plans? Or can can Tony Khan not make the show? Like, Ooh. if he doesn't show up, who runs it?
0: P- Jericho? That's a great,
1: I don't know. That's, you know what? That's a great question. Let me just ask it. Yeah. If Tony Khan is like, something happens, and he can't make it, who's running it?
0: Yeah, a, that is a good question. I
1: do not—I have no idea. Maybe Dean Malenko? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know the answer. I guess we, we'll know by who wins the main event. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, okay, Jericho booked that show. <laughs> he beat three guys again, you know? <laughs> Well, if you
1: see Brodus Clay winning the title, you know Chris Jericho booked the
0: show.
2: <laughs>
1: Tyrants, <laughs> <it's> all... Tyrant Tyrant <laughs> That's all, that's all That's what they need to do. You know, now we got all the free agents. We got you got Naomi, you got Tyrus, and you got you got Aaliyah who did wrestle one time in uh, I don't know if you knew this, she did wrestle one time in AEW at Daily's Place. Really? Um She did in a women's match. They need to do Funkodactyl
0: Funkadactyl again. reunion, man. <laughs> yes. Funkadactyls versus Luchasaurus. Yes. A battle 200 million years in the making.
1: <laughs> yeah, but make sure it's a dry bar after the
0: show. Yeah, right? Did you see the <laughs> quote from uh, Billy Corgan explaining why he made Tyrus a champion? It was kind of bizarre. He's no. basically saying he thinks the correct way to book professional wrestling is to have the legitimate, toughest-looking people win the matches. And it's like, well, first of all, you know, your philosophy is your philosophy, whatever, but do you really think Tyrus is the... St- the toughest guy in pro pro wrestling, like he's fat, man. Like he's big and he's strong, but like UFC shows us that you could be the wiry skinny guy and choke out the bigger dude with ease. Like
1: we all have glass chins, right? Exactly. (laughs) You know, (laughs) but I'm trying it's weird. Like, yeah, like, I, I mean, if we go by the toughest person in the WWE, then fucking Otis
0: would be the champion. Right, right. You know, like, <laughs> Omos should have all the belts, you know? Correct. I right. mean, I, I guess, like, gosh, in AEW, would it be, like, I mean, Samoa Joe looks pretty pretty scary. So
1: Saddam Singh did a double bird. If you put those oh, yeah, two yeah. middle fingers on top of each other, is that taller than <laughs> Jack Silver? <laughs> I think it might be. Let me tell you something. If this man in this fucking, on this earth that i do not want to piss off it's Saturn i saying
0: yeah that guy's gigantic his, his yeah, fingers are so long he's me. got an extra knuckle on each one i think
1: it's insanity yeah. like and i i you know they 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 also did like some nice shenanigans involving daddy ass and satin where they got thrown out uh, jeff jared had a gifable moment where he celebrated billy gunn being kicked out of the, the match i um, saw that
0: on twitter i did see yes. that yeah yeah
1: cool. so i mean jeff's in his bag like he really dude and I don't want to call it X Heat, go away heat. It's getting close. Yeah. With the crowd where they're like, fuck you, Jarrett, over and over again. Right. I I think they legitimately enjoy him and they just enjoy it's, the hate.
0: Listen, movie. man, I complained about when he came in, but like he hasn't been bad. It's he's in great shape for his age. He's putting the guys oh, absolutely. over.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like so. Was I just like
1: balance. I did like Bowen's calling him a geriatric, kid rock-looking
0: ass.
1: (laughs) That got me laughing. Yeah,
0: that was pretty good. And then
1: here's a great irony. MJF telling Daniel Bryan that wins and losses matter. MJF won four (laughs) matches in 2022. (laughs) You won four matches, and you're saying wins and losses matter?
0: (laughs) Oh. uh, Andrew, do you think it's time? I think it is. All right, let's let's get to our mailbag ba- because we've got a special little treat as we uh, head out we of the show couple. tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right, let's start with our first question. Our first question is actually uh, from our good friend and listener Justin Pratt. Uh, you can. It's hear time his, to be real. Yep, <laughs> you can hear his beautiful, deep, uh, Chicagoland slash Florida voice uh, here on the North South Connection. Uh, he asked this: What stipulation would you choose for Action Bronson versus Rick Ross feud ending match?
1: A uh, kennel from hell.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> short, I would say stocky, they look like they look like old time boxers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do they look tough enough to win the title?
1: <laughs> I just laughed at Rick Ross saying to Keith Lee, you a big motherfucker,
0: <laughs> like, right on TV, dude. Like, come on, bro. And also, too, like Pot calling the kennel black there, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how would I end the Action Bronson-Rick Ross feud? <sighs> hmm. What was
1: that Monster Mash Battle Royal?
0: Oh, yeah, like back in the ECW sci-fi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dig up the corpse of uh, Big Daddy V, get him in there. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'd do it. Satnam Singh pins them both. Boom. There
1: Speaking of corpses, did you see the whole Benedict funeral? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. i Dude, this might be NSFW. They dragged his corpse out there for like to put the ashes on it and stuff for like the Pope's like the ceremony. He requested it. And it's like it's like open casket. It's so
0: weird, dude. That's, he,
1: <laughs> evil thing in the Dungeon of Doom segments <laughs> with that big thing. Yeah. 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 You remember those? Yeah. That's what he looked like. He looked great. <laughs> he looked great like that. I'm like, dude, this is you- your last this is what people want this is what you people you want them remember you as?
2: Do you A think ghost?
0: That, do you think that when he opened his eyes in the afterlife it was like Hulk Hogan in the Dungeon of Doom and he's like, Where am I? There's the no maniacs here
1: <laughs> Ow! It's not hot. It was just it was just too weird. It was just yeah. weird.
0: There's no- that was
1: the weirdest thing I've seen in the last week. I thought uh, dude, I felt like I was sick, and then I watched that and I'm like I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: having fever <laughs> dreams. All no, right, let's but, get uh, back yeah, some questions, like, um, Andrew. If you could jokingly sponsor any bowl game with a wrestling catchphrase, what would you call it, and why is the me Daddy Ass Bowl the best name?
1: Dude, they have so many weird. Did you know Cheez It had two sponsored bowls? <coughs> no. They had the Cheez-It Bowl and the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Oh. Can you imagine putting citrus on a Cheez-It? No, that's disgusting.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that was the one else you played in. But, um, hmm, catchphrase.
0: So I had an answer that wasn't wrestling catchphrase. The, the like, please don't dipole The please don't dipole If I were to go with a – if I could name a bowl game, I wouldn't use a wrestling catchphrase. I'd, I'd pick an official host, and so I'd go to the NBA, uh, and it would be, you know – uh you know what that means in AEW podcast brings to you the Bull Bull Bull.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bull Bull's not that bad.
0: <laughs> no, he's better than uh Taco Fall, so who's not even yes. in the league anymore.
1: No, he'll so. be in AEW anytime
0: soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh but he was Saddam Yeah. Um since we now have the combination Jungle Hook, which is of course we talked about Jungle Boy and Hook. Uh should we have Brian Danielson be the former Paige's surprise partner just so we can have the be called Soraya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> I thought
1: that was clever. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's I was thinking good. of other Disney ones. One hundred and I don't know, one hundred one something. <laughs> yeah. One hundred one Blade Jobs. It's yeah, John Moxley right. and uh, who's the other one that bleeds all the time?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh, really? Anyone? Darby Allen always bleeds hard way. Gosh. Yeah. Well, he bleeds in the back of his head, and right. John bleeds from the front. <laughs> Darby just bleeds pools of blood as he's laying there. Um, <clears throat> would you want to pin your favorite wrestler in a wrestling ring if price you have to pay is a fireball to the face
1: absolutely not i already said this on the last show i don't like being touched in the face i'm like rick Martel and michaels so mine would Dude, touch be, my face
0: mine would be dependent on who throws the fireball because i remember the fireball that hogan threw at the warrior <laughs> the paper
1: that never got lit
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one a million times man
1: uh, you remember, I don't know if you saw it, Scarlett, Scarlett Butcher had a very similar situation with hers where Her, she thinking? couldn't get the flash. Paper light. You know, yeah. all the all the, all the, the best laid plans, like, they, they flew in the flash paper because <laughs> they forgot it. Oh, my God. And gosh. she still didn't light it right at Drew, man. It was like, ugh. But let me tell you something. If you look at it close, that fucker is on the Action Andretti's face. Like, if mm. you look at it really close. Like, it was... It was a good one. I don't know who threw that. It was probably Jericho, but it was a good one. Eddie, Eddie he got Gilbert prat-
0: levels of good, we'll say.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, dude, Eddie Gilbert. <coughs> I guess you could say God bless him. I thought he was a great. I thought he was a great Booker slash creative mind. Yeah. He literally ran over Jerry Lawler with a car. Yeah, literally, like if he's on YouTube. We'll
0: yeah. find it. Yep, yeah. Eddie Gilbert's one of those guys that I feel like has been forgotten by history, like current generation. He of fans. To, he, he didn't play well with others. He yeah. also had a
1: lot of girlfriends yeah, that like, pissed off. Never-
0: being a hall of fame or anything but man he had a big influence on the business For he
1: was paul heyman's mentor that's how brilliant he was yep
0: um speaking of brilliance preston vance revealed that his new name is perro pelagroso which is spanish for dangerous dog andrew ever eaten a danger dog which is a hot dog deep fried in bacon First, that's your first part of the question. Have you ever had one of those? Uh,
1: no, never eaten that.
0: Neither have I. Uh, second question is: Do you think a hot dog deep fried in bacon has more charisma than Preston Vance? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty close. Is it yeah. more is that more than the love child of Lance Storm and Dean Malenko?
0: Yeah, well, I'll take them over Preston Vance a uh, hundred times out of a hundred. So I,
1: I, you know, he keeps going on and on about how he hates little children because he turned on a kid, and yeah. it's like, okay, okay, I get it, you're evil. Um, but yeah, Pero pillow grosso i'm sure it's cool i'm sure he can make something of it um whatever
0: <laughs> but yeah.
1: I, hot dogs like the only one i really love cheese cheese and chili on a hot dog give it to me day of the week
0: so i heard this a few years back and i've lived in michigan my whole life so i don't really know like i'll eat a hot dog but i'm not like a hot dog kind of sewer you know right like, right but i have some relatives who came into town and we went out to eat, and we went into a Coney Island, Michigan. Coney Islands everywhere, like Coney Island restaurants, mm-hmm. and they all wanted like chili dogs and hot dogs. <laughs> and they were all in agreement that Michigan has the best hot dogs, and the I guys, never knew that was a say thing. So? Yeah, like, even more than like a street dog from New York, they say like the hot dogs in Michigan are where it's at. So if you ever come My to you're visit-
1: ever with. My only fear ever in the quarter with getting one is that I'm always fearful that it's not completely done.
0: Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. That's
1: why I don't like doing it. Yeah. You know, like so. at a baseball game, of course, you're starving. Right. You'll exactly. eat it. something <laughs> exactly. it fits 20 in your hand. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but uh, no, I'm I, I'm not great with the hot dogs. I mean, I, I can I can hawk down a hot dog pretty fast, yeah. but um, I'd prefer a burger than a hot dog. I mean, the I've always told my wife that my my death row meal. You know, like the last one before you die. Yeah. yeah. Is a steak and a baked potato.
0: Okay. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, I have a friend that, who did something disgusting through. this year. Uh oh. His name's Drew, and him and his brother in law uh were in his garage this summer. They did what they call the nine 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 challenge. Have you ever heard of this? I don't know if they made no, it. No, but up I've or heard what?
1: of the Sprite Challenge. My my daughter tried to do it. Okay,
0: so the nine 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 challenge is nine hot dogs and nine beers. In nine innings of baseball. So they sat and they watched the Tigers in the garage. Oh, in the span no. of nine innings, they had to eat nine hot dogs and drink
1: nine beers. And how did it end?
0: Uh, They succeeded, but did they really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me one time. I ate way too much at a buffet. Have you, do you like going to those casino buffets?
0: Yeah, sure. Well, I
1: went way too far and I literally threw up in the parking lot. Oh, I was gross. my wife was driving me, the motion sickness immediately kicked in and I had to open the door and throw up. Gross. That sucks. I know. But it was look, good pasta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Andrew, a tongue in cheek joke was made uh by Chris Jericho on Rampage when he wondered why Aubrey Edwards is always assigned for his matches and the truth is that uh she is his favorite refs, referee. Uh, a wrestler, you can if any referee of your choice, who would it be?
1: Man, like the, I would be. We're basically asking who's our favorite referee.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought of it a different way. way. Uh, you want me to answer first? Okay. okay yeah. So you go I ahead. thought of this. Like, if I'm a heel and I want to cheat and use weapons and stuff, I want Rick Knox as my referee because <laughs> 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 uh, he's not going to see any of it. That guy, uh,
1: Shawn Saul- Michaels with the bicycle shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Because he would just run around and try to get himself over, and not referee the yeah, match. Yeah, I want
0: passed out Vince McMahon with Steve Austin slapping his hand one, two, three.
1: Well, I could tell you who is not Aubrey is not a favorite ref of, and that's that's Jeff Jarrett.
0: Yeah, right. that's true. Well, he
1: was irate. He was literally bumping butts. Like, he was doing this really cool thing. I thought it was funny. Do you know how sometimes the football players, they like to peek in and say things in the referee's ear to try to convince them to reverse yeah, yeah, yeah. the call?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was trying to do that to Aubrey, like trying to butt in and get Aubrey out of the way from the referee who called it That's originally great. so that she wouldn't tell him.
0: That's great. And I was
1: like, people are just being rude to Aubrey. I'm like, no, he's purposely trying to get her out of the way because he knows Cause that he they cheated. he knows she knows. <laughs> I thought... I thought that was pretty brilliant. That's uh, that's, pretty that's the kind of in ring savvy that you just can't duplicate. Yeah, that's you know? good stuff.
0: Um But yeah, uh Rick Knox was the one that came to mind for me. Okay. Um, okay. But speaking of bumping butts, could you still do your day job uh even if you had a broken ass like Dax Harwood?
1: Yes. I could do it. I'll, could I'll too. get through the, I you know what, truthfully, um I'm working a hospital and uh I literally That's the best place to sick. have
0: a broken ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um truthfully I very rarely sit down. Actually I don't like okay. sitting
0: down. Okay.
1: But when I'm in my adrenaline rush of working and on my feet, when I sit down I immediately tire out.
0: yeah that makes out. sense.
1: It's like when you're like on it's like if you're playing a game and you're on fire and you sit on the bench.
0: Right. Okay. You know kind of thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh absolute Ricky Starks has been calling himself the soak daddy. When will he start feuding with the original Daddy of the Stroke, Jeff Jarrett?
1: This is the Jeff Jarrett episode. Yeah. Sub
0: question. Sub <laughs> question. Uh, did Vince McMahon call himself that to any NDA people? Stroke Daddy.
1: <laughs> I have to imagine. So. Yeah. Um, but um, hmm, call me Stroke you know, Daddy. That Jarrett and Ricky Stars could work. I think so too. I think I think Ricky's feeling himself. Like he, he's really getting into it. He is feeling bad.
0: himself. He's the stroke daddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his promo against Jericho was really good. Yeah. I thought he was very
0: rock-esque. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, he really does have some rock qualities. Like I hate to like compare somebody to the freaking rock. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Once Agreed. in a lifetime, but he does have some mannerisms and some of the you know, uh, the the nuance uh, to 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 the rock um but let's stay on Ricky Starks uh as he mentioned to Chris Jericho would you rather have a dad bod or have a chiseled bod but be a single father on your fifth divorce
1: that's what he said to Jericho yeah um i would rather have the dad bod yeah i think so too <laughs> i mean I, I mean is it worth getting in shape if it means your wife des- despises you because she suspects that you're trying to get other women
0: yeah. No, probably not. Because even if you're not, like if she suspects that she's probably gonna convince herself that it is, even if it's innocent. I'm, yeah.
1: maybe I'm being too inward, but that like that's the first thing. Like you're like, I I tried to work out feverishly in the summer, like running and, and stuff. She's like, Huh, you're trying to lose weight, well, you're looking a lot better now. what is going on?
0: <laughs> Like, like, hey, like, you're certainly not doing this for me <laughs> like, like is it for me like, yeah. like
1: i promise it's for you <laughs> it's really for me but um yeah like no uh, that's just that's just a rampant speculator that is your that, the wife is the ultimate rampant speculator
2: gotcha. like, yeah. <laughs> for sure. yeah for sure for sure
1: listeners in place me nation get married they will know this but um i don't know jericho does still look really good um the, he's still in the jas stuff you know yeah. like even if watch the intro they even did the purple suit thing with the turnaround so clearly he's still involved with JAS so I'm right. going to try to keep that as that canon with Dan, Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. they didn't really go forward with any of that right. um, but um, I thought the match he had was was really good you know um, but he it, define a dad bod does that mean you're fat
0: um, I don't think necessarily that your
1: body fat, fat? But,
0: but definitely a gut okay is, I can
1: deal with a gut. Yeah. I can deal with the gut.
0: Yeah, I've got a gut, so I'll take it. Um, but speaking of Jericho, I have a question that's not in the notes, uh, and it <laughs> came to me as we were talking earlier after Jake Hager's hat was signed. Andrew, if you could sign any piece of clothing from wrestling history to All Elite, what would it be? Mm, Randy Savage tassels. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes.
1: Rainy Savage suits are amazing.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah. I was thinking Buff Bagwell's top hat with, <laughs> with the spray paint on it.
1: The Buff Daddy one. Yeah. Did you Buff hear this? Daddy. Okay, so I gotta talk about this. So Buff Bagwell got into a terrible accident. Um and he was sort Recently? of restricted. Uh, Yeah, maybe like earlier in 2022 or 2021, and he was restricted to Twitter, and all of a sudden he started tweeting a lot of like pro-Democrat type of stances, um, and people were like, wow, Buff Bagwell's a liberal. I like him. Buff's (laughs) woke. Buff is woke. It turned out it was some person who was helping out his Twitter account. He just took control of it.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: That's weird, isn't it? (laughs) That is funny. I mean I what if someone took over your social media for like months and you couldn't get into it? <laughs>
0: um I don't I think my anger slash humor would depend on what they were tweeting. <laughs> right, right.
1: Yeah. But supposedly they're like, No, that's not me
0: Right. Yeah, I wonder like does but Buff, I heard that but yeah. does Buff sort of lean that way or is he like
2: outraged, I, you know? No clue.
1: Maybe, maybe the um, maybe the frying pan gloves that Norman Smiley used to wear <laughs> <laughs> matches. I'll take those <laughs> as much protection as possible.
0: Rikishi's thong, <laughs> perhaps. Rikishi's thong. Yeah,
1: the Usos have that hanging in their wall. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> uh, oh my and, um, gosh!
1: And I'm, I'm trying to think of really weird articles of clothes.
0: Well, we mentioned that, it um, Shawn Michaels referee shorts.
1: Uh the, the shroud the shroud that um uh, how about the pants that Vince McMahon had where he told Jerry Briscoe that he shitted himself? <laughs>
0: and, and he, he made like, put on, on a stick and chased him around with?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the stick. They can yeah. make they can sign the stick. Yeah. <laughs> that held up the dirty
0: pants. Vince's poop stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think good. Bruce Pritchard told that story. So Okay, I'm sure there's some some other options, but we'll come back to that one day maybe. Uh, we got a couple more, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Excalibur mentioned on the air that he had proposed in the past to change the title of AEW Dark to AEW Action. Uh, If you could rename any of the shows, what would you like to call it, and would it have a running theme?
1: Uh, I already said one a long time ago where um, that they should have a one-match show that lasts (laughs) almost an hour, and they call it Fight Forever. Like, one match where they just have, like, a showdown. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes Dark has matches that go 11 minutes with, like, the workhorsemen in top flight. It's fun. It's it's enjoyable. Dark Elevation never has that. That's why I don't like watching Dark, Dark Elevation. Gotcha. I want to see a match between, like, two decent mid-card or lower-card AEW wrestlers, and it goes 30 minutes. And I just want to see how good, how, what they can make of it. you got the opportunity. You can yeah. put it on YouTube. The other one I'll say, um, if they did the all, I know there's rumors that they're doing an all-women's wrestling Show because they um they trademarked the name I would call it AW heels I know they have a community called that I would call the show heels that's cool yeah
0: I would do a show with Sting and it would be called please don't jump off of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude should they do a senior tour
0: yeah right
1: like Jeff Jarrett uh Sting Samoa Joe who else can they get yeah what well, or they, they could just call it just, Impact
0: they could do the senior <laughs> tour of like old guys who call it the used to be a Nitro Circus. oh Um, man
1: that would actually I would actually might like weirdly enjoy a show like that I think I might too if it was was booked by like you know Sanjay Dudd and all these other match agents like I want you to do a destroyer and they're like you mean like the destroyer tugboat (laughs) 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 no a Canadian
0: destroyer
1: (laughs) (laughs) here Ricky Morton, come over here. Show him how to do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ricky Morton. Jeez. Um, yeah, I think that wraps it up for our, our questions for the week. Um, yeah. Because, Andrew, we're going to get out of here a little different than normal. Uh, our last episode, you know, we kind of did our end of the year best and worst uh, awards and things like that. But we went a step farther. And uh, I will say all credit for this goes to Andrew Reich. Uh Andrew took the time.
1: Is that to- what you're calling it? You're calling it credit? <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> credit slash blame. If you love it, it's Andrew's, if it's Andrew's idea if you hate it, it's Andrew's fault. Uh, yes. But we decided, you know what, this past year, 2022, was so crazy, so wild, it couldn't just be wrapped up in one episode, and it couldn't just be wrapped up by the spoken word. It has to be defined by the genre of music. So, Andrew, uh, you and I collabed a little bit. <clears throat> I'm cleaning out my, bu- my my vocal cords real quick Let me clean out those pipes Me, 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 me <sighs> We present to you The proud listeners of You know what that means The 2002 Year in Review We hope you enjoy Here we go
1: it's Morris Johnson once said You're going to Hollywood
0: Hit it!
3: Omicron on day one, Hangman versus Daniel Sun Ray Phoenix breaks his arms, move to TBS Jay Cargert elevated, Shane O'Mac eliminated Bunny bleeds, tag champs, Jurassic Express Boom!
1: Beach Break, Mar-a-Lago, MJF wins in Chicago Garcia gets some shine, will you be my Valentine? Brody King in House of Black, John Moxley bounces back Thunder Rosa Andrade
3: Cody Rose Goodbye We did start the play more oh it's, it's always the control. control This is my suicide story. story We did start the play more A never ending story. story Super territories Sharpshooters, power bombs Super kicks and blade jobs Revolution, Dan Turn the camera off Jungle Boy in three ways Stinks came to read off the stage Warlow on his own Ring of Honor sucks
1: Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, Wheeler joins a winning team. Send Hook and Samoa Joe, Kylo O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Playing Ticket, Martha the Hart, Powerhouse and Ricky Starks, Painmaker, Lionheart. Fire me, you freaking Mark.
3: We didn't start the
1: flame,
3: it's, it's, it's always been told, no. it's my We're soon so tell. We didn't start the flame, I never ending the stories territories. Broken foot, torn pecs, ACLs, concussion test, stranger things, Roe v. Wade, top gun inflation rate, Ta-Nehisi, team test, scissor, me, daddy, yes, Gresham and PWI, FDR are top guys!
1: Uh oh, more titles. Tony Storm, Mox wins at Forbidden Door. Ocho Scorpio, Jeff Hardy's a no go. Only fans and Twitch accounts. Trump Creek, Stop the count. Blood cuts, Claudio, Universal
3: Studios. We didn't start to
1: play more. It's
3: always the so trolls who come the We didn't start to play more. I've never ending story, sympathetic. Dante Martin catches air, Barb Wire everywhere, Tay, Mellow Dorky, Moxley crushes Pumpkin 3. Miro stuck in catering, Orange Punch and Sottenham sing, Darby Allen is insane. Everyone loves the acclaim. Trio tags, Osprey Don't trust up Lee NDA, goes away. What else do I have to say? We didn't start the flame. It's always been trolling since my soon is sold. We did start
2: play we I never
1: I never the And never-ending stories of territories Uncle Mega back again, Triple H back again, Jeff J- oh, stop the track, stop it now Jordan, Jeff Jarrett's back in pro wrestling? <laughs>
0: yeah, you, d- you didn't know that? I got hit by a guitar, what? <laughs> no, Andrew, he's been back in AEW for a couple of months now, he just had a pretty big match
1: What? I don't even remember any of that. Like, who's he feuding with? QT Marshall?
0: Um, I don't, I don't remember. Maybe like Dan? Danhausen? I don't, I don't know. He's a black hole of suck, man. Is he still there? I mean, listen, it's, it's Jeff Jarrett. Once he's there, he never leaves. He is a parasite.
1: I guess once you s- swallow a slap nut, it just stays with you. <laughs> it's true. Know. Okay. All right. right. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Uh, Rewind it. Let's go. Three, two... Hunk Omega back again, all out in Chicagoland. Blown spots, hot shots, fight, mark, punk block. Bunch of brothers, young MJ MJF the Brass Nuts. Sir Arayo. welcome back, Jake Hager likes his hat. J.D. Miles on the side, ticket ratings on the slide.
3: Devil Worship, rate of Terror, John Tesh, Dragon Slam, Gas stations on the shore, William Regal hits the floor. betting War of 24, Andrew, I can't take it anymore.
0: We did start it's the
3: It's on the it's been it's all this trollin' since my 2 year We didn't, didn't start the, the flame But when, when the key the was gone, it will still troll on and on and on and on. <laughs> we didn't start Hey, Andrew, you know, uh, as our good friend Boris Johnson said, we
1: didn't start that flame war, now did we? Oh, as Boris Johnson once said, I fractured my face and it wasn't cool.
0: Yeah, I heard Chris Jericho gave Morgan Johnson a firebox.
1: I mean, there was trolling in the 60s and 70s, right? Like, how did they do it? Did they send, like, a messenger? Did they, like, send pieces of paper and throw, like, the the whole McCarthy,
0: everyone's a communist thing? But how did
1: they, like, spread the rumors that, like, Dusty was the Midnight Rider?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Dave Meltzer has been around even since then. I guess ruining things for I mean,
1: you know, if Dave Meltzer was still around, do you think, um, do you think, uh... Rico Doze would have had more five-star matches. <laughs> <laughs>